0: Well, well, Whoa. Well. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Tea. Tea dog. Big tea dog. How Easy e. Easy e. It's do- going so well. I just <laughs> got back from my local second wave coffee shop. I picked, oh, a, yeah? picked up a 16 ounce beverage, which is way too many fluid ounces. I
1: That's a, a whole pint, bro.
0: I know. I have an um, Italian perspective on beverages, <laughs> which is that they should never ever exceed eight ounces that's why i only get tasting flights at breweries uh Uh, like six ounce glass glass of wine (laughs) like a flat white doesn't exceed like you ever buy a flat white over if you get a flat white that's over 10 ounces you are you're Mm -hmm. getting scammed
1: Mm -hmm. it is the americanization of beverage sizes that Mm -hmm. gets me to stay up all night as well ty but do you when you get a flight of beers do you get all the same time ty- same type
0: <laughs> that's like the the technicality to get around my golden rule of beverage mm-hmm. ordering yeah uh, So yeah let's have a
1: taster size but give me like eight of them
0: um no i have too much of a lust for life to commit to one type of beer like that and that is true too much of a t- taste to commit to this mcmansion of a <laughs> cup right now <laughs> this is so fucking mm-hmm. big and ugly Mm -hmm. For the listeners, he is holding a
1: plain white um, hot contents mug uh, with a black plastic lid. doesn't look very compostable to me, Ty. Um, No, it's not. So does this, you say a second wave coffee shop?
0: Yeah, I actually. So JJ Bean? (laughs) No, Um, it was a, it's a local joint near my house. Uh, Hence the completely unmarked packaging. But get mm-hmm. this: I got to for the very first time flash my actual vaccine passport to enter the establishment. Wow! It was so a sweet you... flex.
1: Wow, that's great. So, for those listening here in Canada, we now are required to show a BC. Well, I guess in British Columbia, we have to show a vaccine passport. And can you tell me how, how you like presented it? Did you have it printed out like a boomer, or did you have it saved to your wallpaper on your on your iPhone seven? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well i went i went with the boomer move i like the printout i think it's fun to flash a card it's only made of paper though so i didn't get that satisfying clink when i passed it to the barista (laughs) but um i'm I'm assuming like based on my like very like aggressive dining routines i'll probably have this card destroyed by the end of the month like just based Mm -hmm. on like wear and tear put it in an old puddle of beer so so riddle me this ty uh the vaccine passport here is a
1: QR code. Did the minimum wage 16-year-old barista scan your vaccine passport with like some alien technology or uh, how did it I work? I'd
0: imagine that would be what happens. You'd think they would scan it, but no, they just gave a quick glimpse. They said, yep, double Moderna, purebred. He's welcome in this establishment. Move oh, along. Wow. But so I ahead. do, I have a hot take for you. I, th- I think they're moving to a QR code based system and between scanning your vaccine passport and scanning menus at restaurants, I'm starting to think this entire pandemic was engineered by like the QR code guys in the order QR? to like big QR codes <laughs> so that there's a use for their fucking technology. QR codes have been around for like Ugh. two decades and no one has ever wanted to use them until what this year? Seems a little suspicious, don't you think?
1: That is very suspicious. Um has anyone looked into whether or not big QR is headquartered in Wuhan, China? Because, <laughs> because there might be uh too a little bit too many coincidences, if you
0: ask me. Yeah. This is the uh not the Da Vinci code, this is the Wuhan code.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's in- entirely possible that there is a QR code Wing at the
1: uh respiratory illness lab <laughs> in, mm-hmm. in Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's today's conspiracy.
1: Wow um that that makes a whole lot of sense to me and i've never used qr codes this much either like i didn't even know on the iphone that if you just point your camera at it it opens like a notification for qrs mm. i didn't even know that was a thing i thought it was yeah. just like you had to get some like crazy antiquated app to do it
0: tim crook is in on this conspiracy <laughs> mm. maybe that's why they call it them q QRanon, qr anon
1: qr that's a, wow so there's a qr qr a special task force within apple that's just in direct communication with china Mm -hmm. and uh they are engineering this new trend
0: Mm -hmm. the uh contemporary hieroglyphics of our society Mm -hmm.
1: so there is like um like you could call it like an avengers um like conspiracy here where you have you know big big uh, pharma you got vaccines making billions of dollars here you got Mm -hmm. um you got politicians who are mm-hmm. able to implement emergency acts and do whatever they want without mm-hmm. any pushback. You have big Q R Anon who is mm-hmm. um, you know pushing their technology on everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got here, Ty?
0: Well, we have <laughs> we have big Gov that's force feeding um, a narrative through the lamestream media, and I think that completes the four horsemen of our uh, <laughs> dystopian apocalypse.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, also, Zoom probably has some stake in this as oh, well. Oh,
0: Zoom's got their slimy little virtual fingers all over this. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's crazy that, like, it's so obvious that these apps were going to, like, blow up. But in March 2020, we knew all we cared about was, like, can we wipe our apps?
0: we <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't even think about, like, investing in them. Yeah, I'm still wondering if I can. I know. Are uh, you, uh,
1: if we have to be... Or right, if we're forced back into the office, you know, on our day-to-day, nine-to-five, are you going to um, delete the Zoom app off your computer? Immediately.
0: <laughs> that, that app is getting rent-evicted from my MacBook Pro.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, all this vaccine talk um, got me thinking about organic species, Ty, and I can't help but notice that you're wearing a new shirt today. Uh, which you briefly told me about earlier. Can you give the listeners a little breakdown?
0: Yeah, I got... I'm, so what I'm wearing is it's just a green, like, <laughs> long-sleeve T-shirt. But I ordered it from uh, Pangaea, the material science company. And it is made out of seaweed.
1: <laughs> so not only does Tai love his sandwiches to be vegetarian, but also his textiles.
0: Mm-hmm. I usually buy only my uh, designer new... Or sorry, used... but I uh because I like to I I don't like the idea of introducing new textiles to this earth but this is like the first like brand new piece of clothing I bought in a little while now and I thought it would be appropriate if I'm introducing new fabric to our um our world it should be from it should be compostable I can compost this t-shirt isn't that crazy I don't know if you can read what it says on it can you read that
1: this t-shirt is made from seaweed and organic cotton with just a touch of natural peppermint.
0: Mm-hmm. So the peppermint deodorizes the shirt so that I need to, wa- mm-hmm. I don't need to wash it as much.
1: That's a great little billboard to be wearing around to, uh, to various nightclubs because you can, you know, pull up on Shorty and say like, look, my, my shirt's made of peppermint. And then they'll like lean in for a little sniff.
0: <laughs> you <gotta smell>
1: <laughs> and then once they smell the Hermes, uh, you know, Mixed with that peppermint, mm-hmm. dude, hmm that's game over,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah too easy, yeah, we're um one 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 uh step closer to doing some tonsil hockey, you know <laughs> 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 doing doing some nasty stuff yeah exactly. I can't see any other outcome
1: when uh miss shorty digs digs her nose into your arpit to yeah. you give that peppermint a little whiff,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I after purchasing this shirt though, I thought like if they can make shirts out of seaweed, what other compostable like material would be mm-hmm. resilient enough to become textile? And I thought about like um, there's certain vegetables at Subway that never expire. Like have you some some are bad. Granted, some are bad vegetables. <laughs> Tomatoes, to bad, cucumbers, bad, pickles, mm-hmm. bad. Anything that's got like a sogginess too is like decomposing live in front of you but mm-hmm. have you ever ever seen a bad green pepper at subway oh green yeah i've never lost really Damn, i damn yeah i know i've never been like damn those green peppers nasty skip no yeah. i'm always getting extra of those
1: yeah not only that tie but i've realized that the other colors of um like peppers those are different levels of like ripeness
0: you Is that cap? <laughs> no i dude you're fucking pulling pulling my my foot pulling
1: <laughs> I'm, pulling, I'm pulling on your footy right you're, now
0: you're, you're tugging on my my footy yeah i'm yanking your toe <laughs> um but
1: but ty is it possible that if you like get a green one that's like the most like not ripe pepper and so therefore it lasts the longest like is that a strategic play by subway
0: I don't know what adult lied to you about this, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure the different colors of peppers are different for varietals of the species.
1: Mm, right. So <laughs> much like the uh, much like the veggie patty at Subway, you know, there's different varietals. Some might be in season, some might not be.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I exactly.
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, great.
0: But I do think the bell pepper is the mm, has the best opportunity to become clothing. Uh, Maybe the black olives, too, because those things are pretty resilient. Uh, Mm -hmm. Your seaweed
1: shirt or a green pepper shirt will be more resilient to some sweet onion dripping down right on the middle of your chest. Because I think with your seaweed shirt, I don't know how well that would last with the acidity just that's found in a Subway sandwich.
0: It's really tough to say because green peppers are used to rubbing shoulders with the sweet onion sauce and they don't break down. They're very, very resilient. However, kelp thrives (laughs) on the ocean floor. It's surrounded by fluid all day mm-hmm. so theoretically <laughs> it would also be resilient
1: yeah dude thank god they added that peppermint because otherwise you'd be walking around smelling like spongebob
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, damn this guy just oh, annihilated another tuna sub what the fuck <laughs> yeah
1: dude what's wrong with this guy who's this plankton looking ass <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn
0: oh hi yeah no, I don't I don't wanna be like my personal brand associated too much with SpongeBob. I don't I don't like that look on me. Me neither.
1: I think uh, you're more of a Mr. Krabs kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's about his bag.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've, and heard that,
1: uh, I've heard that heat. I'm a little bit more like Squidward. Um, mostly because of my big nose. And then also I'm a bit of a downer in social. You're situations. a bit of a downer,
0: yeah. I would agree with <laughs> that. Uh, you're bit you're quite lanky too. You are always mm-hmm. dressed in neutrals, which is uh
1: that is true. Not,
0: not unlike our 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 friend Squidward.
1: Yeah, Squidward does dress with the best color palette out of all the characters. Mm. Um, yeah, he does. You know, He's
0: got the sharpest fits. Yeah,
1: Sandy, uh, you know she's got the Balenciaga astronaut suit on, which is mm. quite cool. The um, mm-hmm. Heron Preston collab mm-hmm. <laughs> with Mercedes Benz, but um,
0: <laughs> that's a really accurate. <laughs> well done. <laughs> it totally looks like a Heron fit.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But what did you think
1: of all the Met Gala looks, Ty? We had um, the Met Gala last night, the first Monday. Mm
0: -hmm. Is
1: this supposed to be the first Monday in May? Is that supposed to be the Met Gala? Why is it in September?
0: I don't know. Uh, I do know that they snubbed podcasters this year again. (laughs) Yeah, podcasters are the new creatives. Yeah.
1: Wow. Because
0: we're not a visual media.
1: I mean... The, the idea here is that we're painting pictures with sound and sound and sound
0: mm-hmm. yeah we we were in we should start our own gala with authors and poets mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. who hide behind their words mm-hmm.
1: yeah so who who's missing from my gala obviously we we are um i think our invite got lost in the mail um you know my my neighbor has a similar name to me so he probably got it um, mm-hmm. but but who else was missing obviously you know big big rogan big joe Rogi was missing um, could have used a little bit of dax shepard i don't know
0: who else? yeah I, I didn't see michelle obama <laughs> rolling up there i didn't see that call me daddy girl so i don't know no no parties at the met gala so that makes me want to boycott but i don't know i, I wouldn't mind an invite Uh, What did you think about the the Met Gala fits? Did you have a favorite fit?
1: Um, (laughs) Well, Ty, I had to, you know, really take this in yesterday and go through each one of them one by one. Um, Mm -hmm. But I have to say that Frank Ocean, you know, carrying his food baby into the Met Gala was quite impressive. Um,
0: (laughs) uh, What about you? Yeah, there was something perverse about that food baby. I felt like... (laughs) It remind, it's kind of like when you order avocado at, at Subway. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Is was like, you got this like special thing with you that you have to like, now you, you have the burden of it, but it's also a, a joyful responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I really like uh, Trav- uh, A$AP Rocky. I thought he, <laughs> he looked like my veggie patty. <laughs> a little yeah, bit I of like brown colorful. and spots of color. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: So also, was he uh, was he just draped in like like a carpet type thing that he just like let let loose at one point
0: yeah i'm not sure who the designer was but he just looked like he got rescued from a fire and then they put a quilt around him <laughs> to keep him warm oh yeah or like from a tornado mhm much like the space blanket that our
1: footlogs come in uh A$AP rocky was wrapped up like a babushka boy
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm I also thought that a uh, little Nas three-part Versace outfit was a nice metaphor for my three experiences with my bread at Subway. It starts out beautiful, like really nice smells, really eye-catching. And mm-hmm. then it goes in the toaster and emerges this like hard, crusty, glossy kind of like mm-hmm. his armored suit. And then finally, As you bite into it, you reveal this kind of soft, supple inners that is complemented by the vegetables and the sauces. And that's really when it comes to life, you see the true flavors of your sandwich. (laughs) So I really thought that that was a nice parallel, that narrative.
1: That's that's wild, Um, because I immediately thought of the three ways that a Subway sandwich is wrapped, Mm. Um, because, you know, obviously you get you get it in the bag. And then once you take it out of the bag, there's like a thick layer of paper with branding on it. And mm-hmm. then once you unwrap that, you are presented with a smaller piece of paper that is mm-hmm. unmarked, uh, much like an unmarked van. And then you, uh, once you flip <laughs> that open, that's where you find your sandwich upside down. So, beautiful. So you know, there's three parts to every story, beginning, middle and end. And that doesn't mm-hmm. stop at Subway.
0: That's a good point. I guess <laughs> you could really draw a parallel between this outfit and any three-part story exactly (laughs) but Um, i mean like both his outfit and my sandwich are the same color as c3po so mm -hmm.
1: piss yellow piss yellow (laughs) Um, (laughs) they
0: call it italian i don't know
1: (laughs) yeah they call it golden brown
0: can i order some of that what what cheese you want can you want piss yellow (laughs)
1: Oh, yes, baby. You're not piss yellow. Ch- cheddar, baby.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but I also, you know, Kim and Kanye pulled up. They showed out as usual. They pulled up in an all-black fit by Balenciaga. They were fully masked up, like, head to toe. Mm-hmm. So, almost like showing up as anonymous. And if it wasn't for Kim's rear end, you probably wouldn't even guess who it was, but it it was pretty obvious when she had turned around, mm-hmm. um, but Ty, I, I had to, you know, this got me wondering, would you order a $5 mystery sub from Subway?
0: <laughs> wow. segues are weird. Um, <laughs> it is fascinating though, that uh, Kim has been able to market her body so well that you could identify it just solely on the silhouette. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. I couldn't do that with any part of my body. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's well, there's the one part time. maybe.
1: It's not. It's the only. It's not the only time people have used proportions to their advantage when it comes to marketing. You know, we got the we have the twelve inch sandwich, for example.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Mighty Meld. Um, <laughs> okay, so the question <laughs> is, would you order a mystery sandwich? And I love this idea. I need to know though, who is the chef behind the Balenciaga black curtain?
1: <laughs> um. So who is your sandwich artist, or who is the? Who is the woman with the fatty? <laughs> what
0: are you talking about? Uh, is this mystery sandwich being prepared by a certified sandwich boy, an <laughs> artist, <laughs> aka an artist, or <laughs> is it being prepared by a, like a celebrity guest, like you? Mm. Who like by mystery sandwich? I need to know the source of the sandwich inspiration. That's all. Mm, I don't even know what's be, in
1: it. That would be really fun if I was given the opportunity to make it for you. Um, but I think for, let's just say that for the simplicity of the question, it is your average anonymous Subway sandwich artist. And this guy is, you know, non-binary. He doesn't <laughs> identify with either gender. He is a they, them, or I guess they, they are a they, them. And, uh, you know, they're purely just there to make your sandwich and that's it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Would you still order a five dollar mystery sub?
0: Yeah, I think it w- I would. I would. It's actually a um, fantasy of mine to have the sandwich artist participate in. What do they call it at Japanese restaurants? Omakase. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. So it's a whole tasting experience. I mean,
0: hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I think I think it would be really fun. It would be interesting to see when the sandwich artist is unchained, <laughs> what they can what they can create. Mm-hmm.
1: they must know all the hacks. Like, obviously, they need to play somewhat safe for for sensitive tie.
0: Mm-hmm. Sensitive yeah, um, It needs to be palatable, of course. It has to be
1: palatable for his uh, vegetarian palate. Um, but, you know, he must know what veggies are in season.
0: Mm-hmm. What's,
1: uh, you know, what's the latest scoop of avocado.
0: But you're also, like,
1: that. putting your life, you're putting your, the rest of your day in the hands of somebody who is, like, working their first job. And... <laughs> And like probably doesn't want to be there and is like just I don't know, smells like like meat.
0: <laughs> Straight up though, it's my day on the line, but it's his reputation. Oh shit. He so didn't get in the tip either way yeah. though. <laughs> no, he's not, but you don't want to be the only thing worse than being a sandwich artist is being a bad sandwich artist.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Like you can't even make the simplest meal.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's one thing to like fail out of art school mm-hmm. compared to like just going there in the first first place you know mm-hmm.
1: but that's a lot of responsibility because you are say you're used to like building a recipe from from a recipe right you're just like mm-hmm. assembling things like yeah like, give me, let, me, let me get like 12 slices of this salami all right like, yeah a bet like i will just put that on the bet on the bread for you but mm-hmm. suddenly someone comes in and they're like you make this up like what do you like what do you even start with it's like i gotta ask you a whole interview like i gotta i gotta talk to you for two hours first like it's like what you know what kind of uh car do you drive like i need to know these things
0: (laughs) yeah i love that tell me about your socioeconomic status and (laughs) exactly
1: like what's your credit score like i can't give you the chicken maker
0: ranch off of it yeah (laughs) i think i think you need to come over to my place we need to swap 23 and me results and then like i can get back to you with something Mm -hmm. that's like culturally sensitive
1: Exactly. Dude. What makes you laugh? What makes you cry? I need to know mm-hmm. all the details.
0: Yeah. I don't have you, have
1: know. You ever, have you ever just blacked out and cried over some lettuce? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: maybe the metaphorical kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, question for you, though. If you got a mystery sandwich, you take a few big bites of this mofo, do you think you would be able to <laughs> identify every ingredient in it do you think you could from taste extract the blueprint of that sandwich without looking without looking you're blindfolded you're kim k blindfolded right now you got the black balenciaga gimp mask Mm -hmm. on
1: Mm -hmm. um that's a really tall ask i think it's next to impossible with you know assuming that the sandwich artist puts two to three sauces in the sandwich I think mm-hmm. it's next to impossible to taste anything beyond the sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, at the at most, I can identify the meat selection. Um, but when it comes down to like olive or or green pepper, mm-hmm. at that point, it's all mushed together. And I, I think I would probably get like 75% of the sandwich. What How would, would the
0: bread? Do you think you'd be able to identify the bread? Varietal? Oh, yeah. Off nostril yeah. alone. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. There's only like two breads now anyway, so. That's true. So simple. <laughs> they dumbed it down for us. Yeah, in fact. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're nothing but a dumb customer. <laughs> uh, I could do the I could do the sauces. Obviously, it's the most mm-hmm. potent part of the experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the meats. I haven't had the meats in a long time. I would mm-hmm. assume that they all taste the same. They all taste sweaty and salty, more or less. Mm-hmm. just different level, degrees of sweat and salt <laughs> it's like a kind of balance
1: <laughs> yeah that's true um uh, is it cured or is it just dipped in sweat
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. obviously there's some like standout sandwiches like the meatball marinara that just oh. has like such a presence on that menu that you can't mm-hmm. avoid it
1: mm-hmm. um do you think you could um determine the length of the sandwich by
0: just touching it with your eyes closed <laughs> I think I know my way around six inches. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, the um the vegetables though, that's the tricky part. That's like the intermediate to expert level um uh, game. So I think the trick here is about it's not about flavor, it's about texture. You really need to like tongue them up mm-hmm. to figure out what the vegetable is. Would you um say you bought a sandwich
1: and you didn't know what bread was on it? Would you accept that free sandwich under the condition that you had to um, guess what type of bread it was by licking the top of it
0: in public? <laughs> yes. And next time we go to Subway, we're playing this game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you get it right, then next sandwich is on me as well. Wow, I love the idea um, of playing tonsil hockey with your foot long mm-hmm, middle of exactly middle of a public space. Oh yeah, COVID safe baby hmm um can, can i get a lick <laughs> uh
1: ty we gotta we gotta cut it short today i think we gotta run somewhere now but um
0: yeah it's a wrap you want to say it's a sandwich it's a wrap <laughs> <laughs> no that's everything thanks for listening today breadheads sorry for the glitches uh we hope you were able to follow along and enjoyed us if you like following us make sure to follow us on all the social media platforms we're on instagram we're on twitter we're even on OnlyFans. um there's some sweet nipple action on there
1: Mm -hmm. and my uh my goal for this podcast episode is for you to to all be confused why ty said there's glitches because i'm gonna edit them all out
0: oh well done then (laughs) our our technically literate producer eric is here here for us so thank you eric snaps for eric everybody Mm -hmm,
1: thank you (laughs) And if you know exactly what Ty's talking about, then I am
0: sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Think fresh, everybody. Ciao.